Good people will fight if we lead them. People keep telling me they know me. No one does. But I do. Long have I waited. And now... You're coming together. Is your undoing. What, uh, what are you doing there, 3PO? Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. Confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Your destiny. Welcome to the 20-Minute Movie Review. Today's movie is The Rise of Skywalker, a movie directed by J.J. Abrams, starring Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley and company, with a runtime of about 2 hours and 16 minutes. This review is certainly a very emotional one for me. Um, This is a movie I've been waiting for for some time. It's the final chapter in the Skywalker saga, um, which spans over 40-plus years. You know, and I remember going to see my first when I was about six or seven. So you can kind of calculate how old I am from that. Um, but I got to say, without sounding cornball or cheesy, uh, this was a very tough goodbye. Um, there's a lot of things I'm going to touch on. Um, I'm trying my best to keep it under 20 minutes. This is the only one I'm going to have a lot of trouble with because I have so many thoughts. Uh, we saw the movie on Thursday night, a day before it opens up nationally. And I have my awesome Star Wars parka on. Um, I have my beautiful Star Wars Crocs. Yes, I said that correctly. Star Wars Crocs. They are phenomenal. Um, (laughs) But it was a Thursday showing, 9.50. IMAX 3D. By the way, if you haven't seen a movie that way, I cannot recommend that enough. IMAX and 3D together are just... It's it's a whole different ballgame. It's amazing. But it's so refreshing to kind of look around and see all these passionate Star Wars fans just here for that last chapter, to hear to say goodbye. It, I'm not saying it didn't feel like a funeral. It felt more like a thank you and thanks for everything. You know, thanks for the memories. Um, that's the way I certainly felt. Um, and, and I could tell other people kind of had that same mentality. Except for the kids sitting behind me, you know, drinking, talking sporadically throughout the movie. Um, please, and I've said this a lot, if you go to the movies and you feel like you're one of those people that can't shut their mouths, you can't stay off your cell phone, please just don't go. Stay home. Like, this movie's one that people have been waiting for for years and years and years. And, you know, these kids, and I, innocent enough, we've all been there, but God, like, just stay home. I mean, IMAX tickets are not cheap to begin with. And two, there's so many people there because they... They're there to say goodbye to this 
the the Skywalker saga. They're they're there to say goodbye to this franchise that's been in their life. I mentioned my case forty plus years for so many years, and for someone to think that they can destroy that and take that apart, that bothers me. There was a few other issues in the theater, not near me. It's like, and you read stuff online about people being on their cell phone, and uh, of course, there's those absolute a holes that um, on Facebook or wherever that love to ruin movies and they post spoilers and. It's just, I don't get people. Like, there's people that just seemingly love destroying your joy. Um, and I guess you, that extends outside of movies as well. And it's like, you know, go F yourself. Like, get out of here. I mean, it's just, it's a very sick mentality to have. It, it truly is. And long story short, it, they didn't completely destroy the movie for us. I, I, I you know, you, you'll hear from my review what I think of the movie. But I don't know. I, I'll never understand people that go to the theaters um, and maybe it's subconsciously don't realize they're absolutely destroying the movie. Even when you're like innocently talking to somebody next to you, you know, many times older people will do this and not realize they're talking out loud. Like, I don't know, for me, the, the, the cinema is my cathedral. The church is my cathedral. That's where I go to just, you know, just, just decompress. It's a place of, of, of passion for me. It's a place of solitude for me. I love it. And for people to go there and kind of ruin that, I have so many problems with, but let's move on with the good stuff, okay? So The Rise of Skywalker, I mentioned, has a, almost a two-hour and 20-minute two runtime, um, and, and it did feel like you, I was saying goodbye to a friend, you know? And I don't know, I the movie looks phenomenal, the movie itself. When you sit there, the movie just pops off the screen. It is so good, so well put together. From that point of view, from just popping off the screen, the way it looks, it's JJ did such a great job with that. Um, I, I got to tell you what I loved about the movie, right? So that was one. I love, and you'll see this, that the Force kind of takes a new level, right? The powers displayed by those who have the Force in this movie um, rise to a new level, and that was awesome. So awesome. Um, I love the fact that the gang was all back together. That made me feel so happy to finally, after all these movies, you see Poe and Finn and, um, you know, Ray together. It was really great. You know, C-3PO, R2-D2, they're all, it Carrie Fisher to some degree too. Um, it's so awesome to see them together. And, and, and that's rewarding in itself. You know, um, there's some other things. Uh, the Sith planet, um, I thought was kind of a cool little thing. Um, there, you'll see that when you guys go to the theater. Not again. None of these are, I don't think, are spoilers or take away from the movie. Um, Palpatine is really, really scary. And, and again, you, you see him in the trailer, so it's not really a spoiler. But Palp Emperor Palpatine went from a guy who was just flat out evil to now he's just pretty much like the devil. And I love how they did that. It was so creative. So wonderful, so kind of original the way they did that. People are like, well, do we need Palpatine back in the movie? You could debate that. I love the way they did it. Um, I thought I was worried coming into it saying, oh, why are they recycling Emperor Palpatine? But it's such a great job in how they did it. Um, I want to say, and I, and I know people say this all the time when they see a great performance on screen, like, oh, that person should win an award or that person should be nominated. That being said, and me being a hypocrite just now, I'm going to tell you, Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley both deserve some type of recognition for this. And I'm not talking about people saying how great they are. I'm saying Academy Award nomination good. They are so good in this movie. I was not expecting it. 
I know they're both phenomenal actors. I was not expecting what I saw today. And, and, and I compare this to the last movie I, I reviewed, The Irishman. Um, I know it's a completely different type of movie, but acting is acting. And these two were beyond any acting I saw in The Irishman. Um, Adam Driver has taken it to another level. He is just, you know, he is solid A-list at this point, but his ability is is scary good. I, I didn't realize he was this good. Uh, and boy, does he put that on display. And boy, when you see it, you will be absolutely rewarded for going to this movie just based on his acting alone. Um, I love light speed skipping. They, they show a little bit of light speed skipping. That is worth it. So for all the reasons I just mentioned, it's 100% worth seeing. And you have the phenomenal John Williams soundtrack who has left us, you know, look at Indiana Jones, Star Wars. John Williams has done so much for us as a composer that it's almost like we expect greatness and he delivers every time. And it's obviously his last movie um, doing a score for Star Wars. And I love how they ended with a John Williams composer um, score. I love that. He was so good, and he has a, and I noticed it because I listened to all John Williams' music. Um, he has a brief cameo in the film, which is kind of cool as a bartender. So be on the lookout for that. That is John Williams. Um, not many people notice that. I noticed it because I'm a nerd. Um, but it, it was it was a really kind of cool uh, little cameo. But the music is just so good. The movie itself, up to this point, I can't recommend it enough. Go see it. It's just so good. And if you if you're like me, if if you've grown up with this. You have a legitimate passion. You have a legitimate love for this franchise. Absolutely go see it. Because what I've listed in the first 10 minutes of this review is enough to warrant you going to see this. It's a wonderful goodbye. It's a tearful goodbye. And one of my most favorite moments when I go to movies and IMAX in theaters like this, I love when the audience claps. I love when the audience appreciates things. Like when we went to go see Force Awakens, we hadn't seen the Millennium Falcon in so long. We hadn't seen C-3PO in a while and and our favorite, you know, quote-unquote friends for a long time. And people were like giving like a standing ovation. Like to me, that warms the heart. Like I love people that are passionate about movies and don't try to sell a forced product or pretend to be interested. And those people are the worst. The people that are clapping and... And go to movies and 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 love what's on the screen and are passionate. Those are the best people for for cinema. Those are the kind of people I want to surround myself with. Really passionate and love what they're seeing, and, and that alone kind of just impresses me. Like just people that go and you see and you see that you see it being passed on um, for gener. You see how Star Wars has been passed on for generations. Another beautiful thing that's left off the radar is how beautiful Star Wars has been passed down. We can all disagree with how the movies have unfolded from start to finish. But at the end of the day, I love what I, what we have, the final product. I think there was a lot of things that interfered with this movie. Um, and when I say interfered, it's for lack of a better word. I think Carrie Fisher's death uh, put a huge wrench into the production of this movie. I think that Carrie Fisher was in a position, or Disney had them in a position, to be an enormous part of the last two. The Last Jedi, and certainly The Rise of Skywalker. I think Carrie Fisher was the centerpiece of both of those movies. But her passing put them in a tough position. And when you go online and you read that poison, and those that, that faction of Star Wars fans that are absolutely awful, that give away spoilers, 
that harass Ryan Johnson, that harass cast members. Those are the absolute worst, most toxic Star Wars fans on the planet and ones to stay away from. And that was the trouble with this movie. It was keeping off the internet, can't read Twitter, can't read Facebook, can't go on Instagram, can't go on entertainment websites. You've got to be careful with what you watch on TV because there's a there's a, a just a group of sick people that love destroying joy that you get from watching things unfold in the movie, and they love to reveal the spoilers to be to, to be for lack of a better word again assholes. Like, and I'm sorry, those people are just awful. There's no benefit to the to me. I I could watch the Skywalker saga continue forever, but if there's one benefit, it just shuts these assholes up. And they've gone over the top with their harassment of Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson, by the way, Knives Out, fantastic movie. Ryan Johnson's a very gifted director, right? Very talented director. And the amount of shit he's taken for The Last Jedi, I suppose, is a conversation for another time. But, and, and even I can say I disagree with some of what Ryan Johnson has done uh, in the movie. But you know what? We can't do it like in a way that, that brings about civility. We can't do it in a way that is respectful and kind uh, apparently not but um that bothers me um so i have to say uh the, I, i'm not going to say there's negative things to this but but here's what i would have suggested to the, here's my feedback i've given you all the positive and there's many more positive than what i listed by the way um there's a ton of new characters you're going to love um anyways there's a lot more what i didn't like was i feel like they needed another year to iron out what was wrong with the movie. And I don't want to say what that is because it'll certainly be a spoiler. There's a few things I would not have done. And I really, really, really wish they fixed it. I wish JJ took an extra year to just kind of go through things, comb through it, even invite an audience to screen it a few times, people that you respect. Not critics, because critics are selfish people all about themselves. So when you look at Rotten Tomatoes, just always ignore what the critics say pay more attention to what the fan feedback is i think it's more in tune with the common man i think it's more in tune with what moviegoers want to see but i do feel like the movie could have taken one more year or some extra time to iron out through the wrinkles this is a a very good to great movie that could have been epic that's what i'm saying it's not a bad movie that could have been good that's not that's not at all what i'm implying but this is a movie that was very good to great that could have been just phenomenal um, there was some things along the way, and I really wish I could say it here, but I'm not going to. Um, there's some decisions that were made, especially towards the end, where it's like, what are you doing? And But that's my personal thing. Like, It's not a, a cheap shot at J.J. Abrams or anybody involved with the film. Um, i got to tell you, too, uh, Finn, the character, stinks. He just he brought, he brought nothing. Like He was very promising as a former stormtrooper. You're like, ooh, wow, this is a, a great little angle. Uh, when The Force Awakens popped out. It was like, this is a great movie. We got this guy that's a former Stormtrooper. i got to tell you, if his character from then on in was absolutely useless, completely useless, found nothing redeemable about it, he does nothing in this movie. The Rise of Sky- Finn and The Rise of Skywalker is basically just following Rey around the whole time. It's tough to see. It's a character that just is hasn't developed well since he, you know, the original promising the idea of we have a former stormtrooper that now wants to join the resistance it's it, it just it fizzles quickly you know his john boyega has made comments about cast members about ryan johnson he's throwing cheap shots here and there 
good riddance, John Boyega. Thanks for giving us a character for the most part of the last three movies that has done absolutely nothing. Um, and I'm not, I hate being critical of people. I hate it. But I'm going to tell you of any character in this whole franchise, especially the last three movies, that has fizzled and bottomed out, Finn is at the top of that list. He is, when you're watching this movie, you're like, what, ask yourself, and you're going to be wondering if you don't, what is the point of this character? Finn is just completely, completely useless. Um, I got, um, there's a couple cameos that you'll see that you're going to be surprised with. People had problems with. I liked them a lot. I thought they were great. Um, and there's one without giving a spoiler alert um, that I don't think was done really well. But I think because of what happens in The Last Jedi, and I think J.J. on a whole, this, fan, this movie is meant to appease the fans. No question. I think J.J. felt that a lot of fans were unhappy with The Last Jedi. And I feel like a lot of what he did in this movie was to get their, was to give them a proper goodbye. And for that, I love J.J. Abrams. He just knows how to make movies. Um, and a lot of it was a little bit of overkill. A lot of it is the same problem that um, The Walking Dead has. There's too many characters involved. There was too many characters introduced here. They should have st stuck to the original core. Um, there's some great, a few great new ones, right? But for the most part, it's too much. It's too much saturation of too many characters trying to do too many things. That was a little bit of an issue that I had. You know, stick to your main core, stick to what works, and, and go from there. And I felt like they kind of strayed a little bit from that. But I can appreciate what J.J. Abrams did in, in, in saying, making this a, a movie for the fans and saying thank you for the years of sticking with us. For that, and that's what makes J.J. Abrams so freaking special. And, th and that's why I think so many people love him. Um, yeah, keep an eye out for those cameos. Uh, Carrie Fisher feels a little forced. And I know... Again, I get why um, they had to make it work. They had to kind of put her in there. Um, and the placement is awkward because they had to use spare footage of, of what she recorded for The Force Awakens. I totally understand why. But it's it really is. Um, it, it doesn't really sync well with the scenes. And also, um, there's a CGI of her and Luke. Um, and that's not a spoiler, by the way. It's just their training. They're, they're doing a flashback to their training. The CGI is really, really rough. It's almost cartoon-like. Um, and, and that was a little problem I had as well. And while we're talking about Luke and Leia and the Force, this movie was, and this is not a spoiler, I don't think, but they were very close to implying, he doesn't, by the way, but they were very close to implying that Finn had a Force sensitivity. And if, if they kept going down this road, I would have been furious. I mean, that would have driven me insane. Here we have this unlikable, underdeveloped character that brings nothing to the screen. We're going to give him the force. Boy, that would have been a rough sell for me. But I came away loving this movie. I did. I did. I wish they had the extra year like I mentioned. But I absolutely loved this movie. I loved seeing Billy D. Williams. I loved so much of this. I loved the nostalgia part of it. I loved, I loved and I hated saying goodbye. Right? Because... You look back at all the memories you have of Star Wars. You look back at all the loved ones you went to go see these movies with. You know, I grew up on this. Uh, Star Wars is as much a par part of my childhood as family members have been. As I speak to you now, uh, where I record my podcast, there is Star Wars memorabilia everywhere, including an autographed Ian McDermott slash Emperor Palpatine 
beautiful piece of artwork that reads, <laughs> use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the hate flow through you. It is the coolest, one of the, the coolest pieces I have. So that's kind of cool. But, you know, I, I have to say, you know, it's just, it's a very difficult goodbye. You know, it's, it's one that many feel necessary. Um, I hope Star Wars is one of those things that's passed on from generation to generation. I hope kids, new kids like me 40 plus years ago find the value and love and in the beauty in this in this franchise because um, there's so much of it. It, it. It's just, it's arguably the best franchise in history. Um, I hope my child sees the beauty and love in it. I hope he or she finds the the wonder and the and the power of, of, of how I've been blown away by it and, and comes to realize how special it truly is. Um, I love The Rise of Skywalker. I can't recommend it enough. I, I love the characters. I love the I love everything about it. You're gonna read some hate about this. You're gonna listen to some hate about this movie. Ignore it. It's people that are nitpicking. It's people that are that feel the need to take the focus and take it away from the rise of Skywalker and, and, and put it on themselves. And, and I can't Going back to the movie again, I'm sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place. I, I can't reiterate enough how unbelievably awesome Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley are in this film, especially the Adam Driver. He is, he put on a display of acting that I haven't seen in a long, long time in a Star Wars movie. He is that good. And I love the way they ended it and where they ended it. Um, I'm not so sure I'm happy with who was involved in the ending as far as I felt like there should have been, you'll see what I mean. Um, I think if you've been a fan as long as I have and you followed the series from the beginning, from the late 70s, early 80s on up, you'll be happy. And I think J.J. Abrams, we have to thank for that. Uh, and my last thank you, and he'll obviously probably never hear this, but um, thank you to George Lucas for creating this. You know, and, and he took so many chances early on. People were shitting all over Star Wars nonstop. This movie is... The, it's awful. It's a terrible space drama. It's the... It's, it's everything under the sun but good. And little by little, people started to realize the magic that this franchise has, the wonderment, the, the beauty in it. And very quickly, it developed a legion of followers, and it has grown since. And I'm so happy when I see kids um, just embrace this, embrace this wonderful saga and just kind of go with it. And I, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. And, you know, and outside of like BB-8 and um, obviously Kylo Ren and Rey, and, and maybe I'm missing one or two others, the old school characters have always held true. The Leias, the Lukes, the Han Solo, Chewbacca, R2-D2, C-3PO, they've always held true. And I feel like if there's any nitpicking again, it's the... <coughs> The, the the characters like Poe and Finn and others like that, I feel like never really hit the mark for me. Um, they're there. They're okay. Um, Finn, not really at all, but Poe was okay. But, you know, Adam Driver and, and Ray really fuel this movie, and they fuel the last three, and I really think they make it so special. And I hope you find the same thing. Um, stay tuned next week. I am going to definitely get to Ford versus Ferrari, and I hope you come back for that. If you want to get a hold of me on the social media, my Instagram is Monday Morning Critic. My Twitter is MDM Critic. On Facebook, it's Monday Morning Critic. And if you want to go to my website, 
It's mmcpodcast.com. If you want to drop me an email, it's mondaymorningcritic at gmail.com. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you, give you some of my insight. We'll talk soon.